The My Colorful Nana Project is a collective group of generous thinkers. It is an invitation for all to expand upon and celebrate their definitions of the words beauty and blackness. My name is Lauren Stockman Brown, and I am the founder of the My Colorful Nana Project. And thanks for listening. What is beauty? What is femininity? What is blackness? Is black hair beautiful? Does it matter? I don't know. You tell me. My name is Markel Love. I'm 23. At NYU, I was a double major in broadcast journalism and psychology, and I minored in business, entertainment, media, and technology. I am a black female. Was there a point in your life where you wanted white hair? Like, I remember when I was a kid, I had dreams about like waking up with straight hair it was like that ingrained in me where I just like wanted it so bad and like I woke up and I was wearing a weave but like I was like but this is not like this is not what I want all the time well when I was growing up it was all the time I would always just be like it'd be so much simpler like why can't I have straight hair like these girls why can't my hair just like be so much easier to like keep up and keep well kept what has been your relationship with your hair growing up did you have a good relationship with your hair yeah so I think growing up like when I was more of a child my relationship was fine I don't think I really realized it I think it was as I started to grow older and I started watching more tv being able to read and like look at movies magazines and see all these like beautiful girls in the cover with just like long gorgeous hair just do all the stuff to try to make yourself look good and then as I got into high school I started putting extensions inside my hair but I wasn't good at it so you could see like my curly part in the front and then it would just be like straight hair in the back so I would start to wear like headbands in the front of my head I looking back on it I probably looked ridiculous (laughs) but I still thought I was killing it I thought it was super cute I strayed away from the braids for some reason I don't know what it was about it I just felt like it wasn't the standard of beauty so I didn't want them because I want to be perceived as like pretty and like inclusive and I felt like braids just left room for question and I felt really uncomfortable talking about why my hair looked like this and compared to theirs like why their hair was straight my senior year since now I've just been doing weaves I would love for you to dive more into that room for questioning right you want to avoid that room for questioning why I just felt like I didn't want to be questioned because I would feel like the outsider in all these situations with my friends. Like, let's all gather around a circle and ask Markel why her hair looks like this, but why our hair isn't like that. And then you get people touching it, and they're like, how are you doing this? But it's more just like, oh, wait, that's not your real hair? So where's your real hair? Like, how do weaves work? Like, so you can take it out? Like, how do you wash it? And it's just like the questions that just get so jaded, and it's But it's, like, hard because I feel like they want to be curious and they want to know, you know, because I feel like they've obviously never been educated um, about this topic either. Like, especially, you know, we go to NYU. If you're from predominantly white areas, like, you probably don't really have that many black friends. Like, I remember at my old college, one of the juniors on the team, when I came in as a freshman, she found out that I had a weave. And she was like, wow, like, I've just never had, like, a black friend to be able to ask, like, how it works. I'm just so curious. So it's like there's ways to ask the questions where, like, I understand you are just trying to learn more, but it's also still like uncomfortable for me to explain because then I feel like you're looking at me more and you're like analyzing my head and you're just like staring at me. But I mean, I feel like questions are inevitable. So do you feel like your hair reaches that Eurocentric beauty standard that you talked about? Or is it just 
more similar to it than braids. I think it's just more similar. Definitely not reaching it. I mean, obviously, you can tiny to get it done. It's, like, starting to grow out. Like, it's only... It only reaches it, I feel, like, maybe in, like, the first few days. And then it's, like, once I start to, like, sweat or do activities, like, when it's fresh, you kind of reach it. And, like, even then, though, when I get a fresh weave, it's weird. Like, I kind of feel embarrassed, actually. Like, always come home from getting, like, a fresh, like, a new weave put in. And I'd be like, I hate it. I hate it. Because I kind of like it when it starts to grow out. Because, honestly, ever since listening to your podcast last February, I've realized that everything that I thought about beauty and the and the reason that I have weaves was because I was trying to fit in. I think I don't like it because it's always just so flat to my like head. It doesn't feel like me. Like the hair when it fresh comes out of the package, it's also like I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, wow, like that is not me. Like I don't feel like I look as good with like pin straight hair, just, like pushed really down to the scalp. Okay, I know this is a very personal <laughs> question and you do not have to answer because when someone asked me, I was like, F you like I don't want to answer this but given a range like how much money do you spend it's another reason why I've been like more like do I really want to do this because the hair itself probably costs about 200 to 300 like the hair I buy and then to get it installed you're looking at anywhere between like 150 to 250 so you could be paying up to like $500 yes just to try to fit into these what we call standards of beauty which is ridiculous. Well, get into that. Like, why do you, I like, I've, I know that it's beyond just like you want to look like a white girl, right? Like black women get more advancements if they conform. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So right. beyond just like personal, which is still 100% valid, are there more reasons behind why you would want to go to work with straight hair or, you know, be around your white friends with straight hair, be around your black friends with straight hair, be around men with straight hair or girls, whatever you like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I think that's also one of the reasons why I've been super hesitant to try a new style is because of work. So right now I work at NBC and I'm in this program called the PAGE program. Um, It's a year-long rotational program. For my job, you kind of have to do a lot of interviewing every couple of months. And I was just like, I wonder if people would look at me differently, if that would affect, you know, what department I go into to work. So definitely has a play in it. And also like with boys too, I mean, obviously you don't think, I mean, whenever I talk to someone too, you already think, wow, like I'm at a loss because people already look at black females, I feel, you know, as like not as pretty, not as good, you know, not as capable. And it's like when you have the straight hair, I feel like you might already be one step closer. Right. So do you do you date white men? Yes. Do you date white men more than black men? Yes. Tell me why. You know, I've thought about it. Maybe it's like a subconscious thing. Maybe I'm more into them to try to fit more into, like, what I think is the standard, what is the norm. You know, I mean, not saying that I think long term, but if I'm thinking about it now, it's like, obviously, if I date a white man, end up marrying a white man, my kids are going to end up being lighter. And obviously, you want what's best for your kids. And I mean, I just feel like, I mean, I thought our world was going a different way. That's a different topic. (laughs) But like, you know, growing up in this day and age, I just feel like, It sucks, too, because it's like people look at you like you're black. And then I feel like there's tears of like tears when you're black. Like I feel Mm. like light skins look at darker skins different, you know, and you just like want what's best for your child. or Like if you think of the future. Are you comfortable around black people? Like, yes and no. I sometimes, too, feel judged when I'm in a group 
of black people because I have grown up in predominantly white areas. So I feel like sometimes the way that like I portray myself comes off as wrong. And like, I've had some of my friends, you know, like some of my black friends kind of make comments like that. Like, Oh, you've been hanging around like too many white people. And then obviously like the hair thing, like I've, had weave since I was a senior in high school so it was like and they were all kind of more natural and kind of you know didn't really care about conforming so it's like yes and no I feel comfortable obviously around my family and my close friends but sometimes in big groups I feel uncomfortable especially like if my hair is growing out like when I feel the most comfortable around white people when I feel the least comfortable around black people is when honestly like my hair is all whack you know I feel like just a lot of black people like they're very good with hair care And I feel like I never grew up in a place where, like, learned how to do my own hair, like, figure out how everything looks. So when I'm around other black people and obviously you can tell, like, if my hair, you know, isn't looking the best, like, I feel like they're judging me. Even though they're probably not, it's like a self-conscious thing that I have. But see, white people just don't understand how this stuff even works. So that's why I'm like, (laughs) they don't even care. (laughs) You know, and I, I feel like they feel like it looks more weird when it's freshly done because obviously I don't look like that. See, it's like whenever I want to do something, there's always the one reason why I shouldn't. And I feel like the workplace and like my career right now is so important to me. That's like I wouldn't want to do anything to jeopardize it, which is really saddening that I feel like I can't have braids or I can't have my like hair up in like a puffy bun or anything because I don't want them to have any reason not to hire me, you know, or not to like me or to think of me less. So do you think you'll ever get to that point? I think I will. I think I definitely will. Um, I just think it will take like a few more months. Maybe once I'm out of this program that I'm in, I have like a secure job in a for sure department where I can like, you know, be there for a few years. Definitely. I just feel like since I am so young right now and I don't even know if New York is where I want to stay that to be able to you know, be able to show myself well in interviews and show myself well in general, I feel I need to conform, which is so sad for me to realize because I shouldn't be conforming. Show myself well. Can you explain that more? The well part, show myself well. Yeah, I mean, this isn't even talking about the hair. I just feel like whenever someone looks at a black female, they already have an idea of you. Like, I think being a black female, I think it's amazing. Like, I think it shows how strong you are, but it also shows that there's always more that you're going to have to give or that you're going to have to prove just to be able to be on the same playing field as a white woman. And so I just feel like whatever, like, showing myself well would be doing whatever I can to try to be on that same field without, you know, having to do all the extra stuff that my counterpart doesn't have to do because they're they already conform to everything that you know someone thinks that they are like I feel like being a black female you always have to prove yourself you're constantly proving yourself and if you think you're done proving yourself I feel like that's when you're wrong and like there's still more to prove because someone's watching you someone's always watching you and it's like the little things can sometimes which is so sad for us like be the deal breaker so, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but it looks like you're getting a little emotional in this, which is, like, natural. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me a little bit about how you're feeling? I feel like I'm realizing a lot about myself right now, which is sad because I think I'm also realizing a lot about just society and the things that I never really like to talk about. I feel like I'm talking about them openly, like the fact that I feel I always have to give more and that like my counterparts always have to give more too, 
just to be able to like not even fit in to be able to even get the same opportunity as other people. I'm having this conversation that I usually only have internally and it's like, okay, brush it off. Like, you know, maybe it's not actually like what you think it is, but like sitting here and kind of airing out all my thoughts, it's like, no. And like thinking on past instances, it's like, wow, like all this stuff is so prevalent and it's so sad that, you know, it's 2019 and our society is like this. And like black females still feel, you know, below white females. And there's like signs too that we still are. Why do you think the My Colorful Nana project is important um, in general and to expand? I think it's important because growing up, black females never really have this conversation. This is a conversation that they don't have, but you'll see as you grow up, And as you buy like Barbies and stuff like that, they're all white. All the hair that you're brushing is not like yours. And I think you don't even realize until you grow older, like this age, you don't realize how much of an impact this has on your life and how it kind of construes the way that you think and the way that you view things. And I just think it's good at a young age, too, to be able to just openly talk about this. And I feel like the more we normalize it, the more people don't have to be ashamed, don't have to cut their hair, don't have to put all these chemicals in their hair that ends up, you know, breaking off their hair because they're trying to fit in with these quote unquote standards of beauty. And so I think this needs to be able to grow so we can help the younger generation and then that younger generation can then help their younger generation. And you never know, like, what's going to happen. Like, we'll start to feel more comfortable and... I just feel like they'd there'd be there'd be less insecurity when it comes to a black person's hair, being able to talk about this with their parents um, or with their friends. Mm. Okay, now my my official last last one. Okay, <laughs> one piece of advice uh, for little Markel, you know. Oh God, <laughs> little Markel, right? So let's say thirteen years old, begging her mom for a perm. You know, we're not saying perms are bad to get. We're not saying they're good to get. Whatever, whatever makes you feel like you. But what would you tell her? One, do not pick up the scissors. Terrible idea. Your hair is still uneven from those scissors. You're cool, Markel. Little Markel, you're cool. Your hair is cool. You can do things that other people can't. Like, play around with styles. You know, like, you have so much time in your life to get a perm, to get weaves. But, like, being a kid, putting those cute little beads in your braids and just experimenting with your hair and different hairstyles, it's so fun. And also, when you're a kid, that's when you're getting the least judge so might as well just do it thank you all so much for tuning in to the my colorful nana project we are so grateful to be here with markel love thank you for having me thank you for letting me open up share my story and be one of the thinkers this really really got me thinking so i'm super excited to share this with you all Um, thanks for tuning in and uh, thanks for thinking generously see you next week